Yeah, my kid's handprints. It's cute, isn't it? Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Hello and welcome to What Have. I'm Gareth Ike. This guy is... Richard Willett. Are you in the Ukraine? I'm not in the Ukraine. Not at the moment. But there is a flyover and now there's some scraping going on. So... Um, what's, what's the scraping? A, a pet? Just bear with me. Let me shut this window so we can't get that... I'm going to start again. You're not in Fritzl's basement again, are you? <laughs> Okay, hello, welcome to What Aff. My name is Gareth. That guy there is Richard Willett. I said my full name. Yeah, what's your middle name again? You've told me of Alexander. Forty times. I have. But... Saves your mother, saves my brother. It saves your brother. Yeah, yeah. Forty Same. minutes away from Norwich. I'm fucking. I'm turning into Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, he'd turn into himself if you didn't point him in the right direction. I saw him the other day. Like uh, there was news stories yesterday. So uh, like Joe Biden has labelled such as he hasn't done done anything. He didn't do anything. What's he labelled? His sock drawer? Yeah, he can't label a fucking sandwich. The guy's like not labelled anything. He's he's been he's reading off an auto cue yeah. at all times. What was he supposed to have labelled? Putin a, a genocide. <laughs> just genocide. Just, just... Ch- chucked a couple of words together and flung them out. Yeah, I do. It does amuse me that <laughs> the US has the audacity to label anyone else. You know guilty of genocide or whatever when their history is literally blowing up people yeah for a laugh yeah it is a little bit like hitler uh, like having a go at the saying that person at the counter down the deli is just a nasty piece of work she is yeah she's just rude just rude like like she didn't she put put my hand out and she didn't put the money in my hand she put it on the desk it's not a jewish deli is it that's not where the whole of hitler's issue started um, he, he got f- fucking f- give me the wrong fucking bagel Everything, everything just escalates from that point. It was point. a build-up. It was like falling down the film, but with Hitler in it. What a film that is! Incredible film, absolutely. I film. love it. But I would have been more interesting if Hitler had been in Falling Down. God, imagine the end of that. Wouldn't have been I on might... the pier, would it? With a kid, it would have been. Well, the pier wouldn't be there. No, I can imagine um, Hitler driving a, a golf cart. <laughs> that's what. That's the most crazy scene when the guy just has a heart attack. Yeah. And he's just standing over him. Oh man. It's a great film, though. It's a great film because we could all, like, in the last couple of years, we could have all fallen down that way and gone, fuck it. Oh, I can relate to losing my shit, like, to lo- the way he loses his shit uh, over the... It's the straw that broke the camel's kneecaps. <laughs> That's the saying, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I get it. Is it. What is it that makes him snap? Is it that he can't get a McDonald's breakfast? Is that what I it think was? it's just, like, a, a culmination of things. I think that's the one that makes tips him over the edge. But it's a culmination of just things and obviously his daughter's situation. Um, and that just builds. It's the same film, film with the same... Is it the same guy who did the... Um, it's Michael Douglas, isn't it? Is it Michael Douglas? No, it's not the same guy. I'm thinking of someone else. It was uh, He was something to do with The Weatherman. And he, it's the same film, um, which I can't remember who that was. A guy who's very woke. Um, but yeah, he, he was the same film. How they kind of just, in a few days, just go... Absolutely. George W. Bonkers. Mental, yeah. And this stuff would make us go mental. You do one first, because I'm guessing what you've got, one you've got, but I want you to do it. Okay, so 
you know, me and you have lived, I would imagine, very privileged lives. But at the same time, we've both faced adversity, both physically and emotionally. Right. So I think we're in quite a good position to be a judge um, of someone else's emotional state. Right? Yeah. I mean, look at my my flappy wall. I mean, you can see how much money I have. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. So. This is a tweet from someone called Rosie Jones, who is a comedian, um, apparently. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know them, but I don't watch telly, so like, that doesn't mean anything, the fact that I don't know them. Um, they've got 184,000 followers, so you know, yep. they're obviously well-known in that sense. So I'm going to read you the first like words of this tweet, and then I'm going to get you to try and work out what this is response to. Right? This is a cracking segment. We need to do this more often. Just had a mad, angry cry about, right. So what, I mean, what would make you mad, angry cry? Am I giving my, my answer or what I think her answer would be? Um, well, the fact that I'm bringing it up means it's something fucking ridiculous, obviously. <laughs> like, so, but, but for you personally, like, I, I would think like a mad, angry cry. Okay. Um, being cheated on, getting sacked from your job being screwed over uh, um, on a, a financial scam, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, yep. realising that your energy bills are going from 64 quid a month to 200. Yeah, it's horrific. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that will make anyone mad, angry, cry. Um, what would be our falling down moment, you kind of mean? Yeah, well, you just yeah. go, do you know, fuck, God, God. Oh, I get, I get a lot of them, but, but that's sheer tiredness every day. But that's a culmination of things. I think, um, yeah, oh, Always hard to say. Probably, yeah. Probably finding out all your money's gone. All your savings have just gone overnight. Yeah. The bank's just wiped it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you would be so angry, but so fearful and upset. And yeah. So that would work. How are you going to get it back? How are you going to get back to where you were? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that. Oh, okay. Um, some uh, <laughs> ladies went out for lunch. Any more? Shall I read the rest of the tweet? Go right. on, Just had a mad, angry cry about the photos of JK Rowling at the <laughs> turf gathering. It's disgusting how members of our community can be so hateful. How are we ever meant to break through barriers and stop discrimination if we're too busy attacking each other? Stop hate. Right. <laughs> so I thought, right, what's JK? What's JK up to? Bloody woman. So I went, yeah, bloody one in sex-based rights and shit. Fucking mental. So I went, and yeah, they just went out for lunch. They went out for lunch. And so they're posing for a photo, smiling. They went out for lunch. What? I don't get why she's annoyed. Uh, what do you mean? So there's about five women that all obviously campaign for sex-based rights, the fact that women are women and men are men, and the fact you can't have a knob. Um, oh, can't I? It's annoying. Yeah, um, I want one. So they all went out for lunch. And there's nice photos of them all smiling, tucking into the food. And she's annoyed because they're having a nice time. She's she's mad, angry, crying about it. Oh, that's it's, mental. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah, of course it's mental. And well, so obviously she's think, not like... mad, angry, crying about it. She's on Twitter. Oh, it's virtue sickness, as I keep going back to. She's mentally ill. Yeah, I just don't... But that's not even a thing. Like, she's not actually done anything in the sense of... You can find something. She's eating. You're annoyed that she's eating. It's just... 
What is wrong why, with these people? Why are you bothered? Why she are you bothered? isn't. She just wants attention. Like, J.K. Rowling is not dead, right? And and so because she's not dead, that would suggest at some point she's consumed some sort of food and or liquid. And if she wants to carry on being in that state, she's going to have to at some point. She's going to have to keep eating, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. yeah. So it shouldn't really be a shock to Rosie no. that, that J.K. eats lunch. That that shouldn't... Like, that. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised she's surprised by that. Imagine if Rosie gets up tomorrow and she finds all her money gone from her bank she'd probably rip her tits off like um, actually in that moment and her arms set fire to the house i mean imagine she had what order is she doing this in because is she trying to flick a match That's with a her foot point. yeah i know i thought this through i think, I you think do, she needs, you'd have I to think, do your tits first i think rip the tits off yep um i guess just chuck them i don't know if, you, if they come off just in get your rid of them. you don't need them now just, just chuck them they're gone um then you set the fire yep and then you've got a very short space of time, depending on whether you've used an accelerant or not. I, I often would. Yep. I'd suggest an accelerant of some description, um, kerosene or whatever. Um, and then she's got to rip her arms off. I don't know how you rip both arms off at the same time. See, that's well, it has my to confusing. be exactly the same time. Yeah. If one starts to come away, you're you're going to lose the power out of that that's arm it. to then get that other arm off, aren't you? So, I mean, that's a bit like when you, you try and you know, open a bag of crisps with one hand. They go everywhere. Yeah, mouth, mouth bite. Yeah, and you're like, from, oh, now, like, even the little salt things come out. It's 1984. Um, and if you do it one hand, that would so, be like Salt it. and shake. Yeah. I love salt and shake. Yeah, and all it was was a packet of really salty crisps that you had to do yourself. <laughs> yeah, they, they basically... still loved it. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, they made you do the work. They made you do the work. Um, yeah, it's mad. It, that's just virtue signaling. I have no idea what to say about that with her. How funny. Bless her heart. Um, the next one. Yeah. I'll go with this. Let's play guess the guess the what have. Children. White people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Saying? This was one I was going to say as well. Yeah, you the did. BBC, it. again. If, if your toddler, if your toddler doesn't have um, a, 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 an ethnic group of friends of various types, then you might need to check if your kid's a racist bastard. That, it might be worth just looking into it. Yeah, these Nazi kids. I mean, this is from the BBC. Um, so the, the headline is, BBC Guide tells parents to examine their biases if their toddler only has white friends. Matt... I think it's their biases, it's just, the parents' um, biases, not yeah. the kids' biases. Although that implies that that's going to pass on. As if the children really care. I've never ne- met a racist child. They don't notice. Of course they don't notice. Because it's... They in- don't notice. And it's weird. It's weird. I, I had this conversation with my dad this morning, actually. And I was saying, like, it must be hardwired. Because kids notice everything. Hmm. Trust me. And they say it out loud. Yeah, they do. Um, law drops me all the time look daddy that lady's got a baby in her tummy she didn't um that was in the swimming pool that was brutal and then another one by the side of the pool she pointed out a lady's big bottom and yeah it was a big bottom but you need to tell me about it in earshot of the woman (laughs) um so i you know live in fear but then to be fair i used to sit in a push chair and poke members of the public in the arse and say bufta to such a point where my mum couldn't go too near to the people in front when pushing me in a pushchair. So I'm in no position to judge Laura, if I'm honest. But 
where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, so she notices physical things with people, big bottoms and big bellies and things like that, obviously, yeah. and then vocalizes it. Cheers, hun. Um, but no, when it comes to race, nothing, right? Mm. And, and disability as well, nothing. So we were um, at this farm. We like to go to farms. And um, and she was there um, on the bouncy cushion, and she's just playing with this um, with this girl um, who was who's Down syndrome, and no no comment, no kind of notice that they look slightly different to to her, yeah. nothing. And then again, yesterday we were in um, in a soft play. I had the kids on my own yesterday. Wow. You right? Um, we went to a soft, we went to a soft play. I survived. And um and so she made friends like with these kids, and honestly they were all different colours, like all different colours. And um, again, she didn't, there's no like, they don't look the same as me. Mm. And they all look different from each other. Like there's like a Middle Eastern kid and, and, a, and a little black girl. And there's like a mixed race girl. And then someone that I'd say probably um, Eastern European kind of maybe looking, but slightly darker, you know, like a Romanian sort of like yeah. looking child. Nothing, like not, like no, no, not even an acknowledgement of it. And I just think that must be hardwired because yeah. like I say, kids are perceptive and they can notice differences like daddy that kid doesn't look like me that wouldn't i wouldn't be shocked if she came out with that but she never does ever yeah no it's just they don't notice slightly different height sizes they're just looking nothing like a behavior they'll tell you and that kid just stole that off me but they, yeah it's just and you do wonder when that kind of gets programmed in you so the be, so this article says and um, the parents should from the BBC, examine their own internal biases on race if their toddler only has white friends, according to the BBC Early Years Guidance. <laughs> the BBC Tiny Happy People website sounds discriminative sounds in itself. Fucking, exactly. Yeah. What, what about the tiny... tall, miserable people? <laughs> what about, yeah, the, the fat, pissed off ones? The BBC's Tiny Happy People website. A bank of resource for parents includes a section on talking about race and religion. Why are you talking about race and religion with your children? With young children, they're talking about toddlers. Toddlers. Exactly. Written by the author and activist Yuji Asika. Um, the site yeah. says that for white mums or dads, for white mums or dads, it might be time to examine your internal biases. So just white mums or dads. So, so it's, it's not a applicable... Yeah. So that's yeah. reverse racism. It's not is applicable it not? to other races, then. Yeah, that's reverse racism. Only racist. You can only be racist here if you're a white mum and dad with a white child. Then you've got to be worrying. What about if you're a white mum and mum and and a African American dad with a child that just looks white, which happens. Like, it's just insane. These but people what? are mentally ill. The site says that. For but they, they they're, they're the ones that create the racism. Of course they do. It, whether he understands that or not, as you, Asika, I have no idea. Maybe he's so woke his brains fell out, fallen out, <laughs> fell out. It, it, is it a bloke or is it a woman? I have no idea. I've just assumed it's a bloke, but as you, I well, don't. That's know. racist. Is it? It's just ignorant. Because is ignorant. Yeah, you sh you should know um, names from other cultures and whether they're male or female. You should know that. Should I? Should I put it after yeah. doing my my tax bill? I'll put it on a UGU. You do you, love. It explains. Do your so it explains this this bit of writing. Do did your family express negative thoughts about foreigners and immigrants? What is your social circle like today? I haven't got any friends. Does your child have black or brown friends over for play dates? 
could you be doing more? I love it says black or brown because like anything you say now is kind of a little bit funny. Like, what do you mean black or brown, friends? Like, where's the difference? When does black turn into brown? Like, where are we going on this what scale? The, I don't, this is I, dicey I, I don't, work, is you? I just don't understand why, why the, the, the constant focus on what divides people or what they consider to divide people, differences between people. At the end of the day, like, your, your kid is going to make friends with who they want to make friends with. They're, they're going to make friends with people that they get on with. Yeah. You don't have to get on with everyone. Well, this is the other thing. You don't have to get on with everyone, you regardless. Know. You don't have to have a mix of people you have to get on with. So you have to get on with these three children because two of them are Asian and one of them are black, and then you've got a couple of white friends over there. Do you know what I mean? It's not It's not a cake. You're not but trying to put the, the ingredients in. It also depends where you live. I mean, you know, <laughs> what, what, is, what is England? It's 80-odd percent white, isn't it, I think, the, the demographics. I think it's about 80 percent. It's, it's overwhelmingly... So if you live if you live in the centre of London or the centre of Manchester or Birmingham or whatever, then you are going to have friends of Absolutely. all different colours, almost yep. certainly. But if you live in a, a rural East Anglia or somewhere like that, then you know when I grew up on the Isle of Wight, there was one. Uh, I'm trying to think now. There wasn't a single black child in my primary school or my middle school or my high school. No. No, it wasn't one. There was there was Salim who I was mates with. Um, and there was Amrit, who I was mates with. And that was it. It's, it's mad. They're trying to, obviously, as we see, like like George Soros, is trying to break down borders to just kind of basically get rid of cultural differences, but not in a good way, in a fact of just identity. But then in the another, and in the same sense, they're splitting you psycholo- psychology or psychologically by saying that if you, we're bringing all these people in, we're bringing all these different things in, but we don't want you to have a sovereign understanding of, of your own kind of nation. But also you, you need to be friends with all these different people as well, but you can only be friends with the people that are not the same colour as you. It's, it's absurd. It's just kind of like a mental breakdown. So, And it goes on to say, the guide was drawn up in the wake of Black Lives Matter. Does that shock you? Um, protests written by Miss... Oh, it's Miss, a seeker. You were right. Author of the book. She's got a book out. How to raise a kind child in a prejudiced world, which gives advice on microaggressions, not the um, oh, that's macroaggressions, the podcast with Charlie Robinson. How to raise a kid, sorry, how to raise a kind child in a prejudiced world. What's a book? Te- teach them that everyone's equal and it doesn't matter what colour they are. There yeah. you go. That was, that was pretty easy. Yeah, that's basically what it should say on the back. It's just absurd, absolutely absurd. But obviously this is all to a point is to, to have the opposite effect of what they're claiming to do is to divide people over arguing about this nonsense. So if, Miss... I said, if I said to Alora that, you, by the way, we've had, we've had a chat with me and your mum and, you know, we need to have uh, a friend of each ethnic background, she'd just be like looking at me, what the fuck are you on about? Well, yeah, I'd hope a toddler wouldn't really understand what an ethnic background is. Background. I did say background. Um, background is, because I don't think Arthur needs to know that. Who he, gives a monkeys about yeah, what... Just what, go play. But just, just be... Judge people on the content of their character. Kids will do that anyway. Kids will know yeah. where, at soft play when someone's a bell end or so. when someone's nice, you know. Yeah. That's fine. Although it did make me laugh at the, the soft play yesterday, because... 
Law, this girl was crying, and um, and Law Law went up and gave her her toy. Oh, so that's stop the girl crying. Yeah. And um and the mother just went, oh that's that's lovely, that's really advanced, like to be sharing it like that age, like blah blah blah. And I went, yeah, well done, Law. And she just looked at me and she winked at me like as she walked past, like fucking Cristiano Ronaldo just got Rooney sent off. Just like winked at me, just walked off. I was like, Jesus. As she put a bogey on that. She's like, put, uh, wiped the bogey uh, on the toy and gone, ouch, watch this. She yeah. don't half make me laugh, though. She flexed her muscles at me yesterday for the first time. I've not seen her do that before. She just went, huh. I was she... like, impressive. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> well, what mate. they come out with, yeah. It's amazing. Does Arthur it... just started to say poo. He said shit last week, which was brilliant. Hasn't said it since, though, which is good. That's a relief. Yep. Yeah. Um, Hancock um, fancies having a couple of refugees in his house. Of course Didn't he he? does. You seen this one? Of course it does. Yeah, yeah. They better not be too noisy, otherwise you'll have to find some fucking bedazzling for them, won't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that quieted them down. So Matt Hancock, the f- famous one, says he will home seven Ukrainian refugees, like dwarfs, and their four dogs. Oh, he's got the dogs. Four dogs under the Home for, Ukra- for Ukraine scheme. Now, obviously, Hancock will have houses that he doesn't live in. The former health secretary is helping them escape their war-torn homeland following Russia's invasion and will welcome the group to his Suffolk property. Oh, he doesn't live too far away from me. I'll give him a knock. For, from this week, the Sun on Sunday reported, Mr Hancock is housing one of his constituents' family from Ukraine, her mother, two sisters, niece, nephew and his partner, along with their nephew's grandmother. It doesn't say about the dogs there at all. Bloody hell, that's a lot. Her mother, so it's a lady... Her mother, two sisters, a niece, nephew, and the nephew's partner, along with the nephew's grandmother. It's confusing. Basically, a gaggle. It's a lot of women, isn't it? It's a lot of women, yeah, and one. They man. better not go out for lunch because fucking Rosie will be angry crying about it. <laughs> she'd, be, she'd be devastated. The Tory MP will host a family for six months after branding the the visa process a challenge. Right. So let's unpack this. Go on. Then. First of all, he doesn't live in that home. That will be a constituency home, which is paid for by me and you. Um, So he'll be housing people in a house that's paid for for him that he doesn't use. And I bet when he gets 350 quid a month or whatever it is back from the government for housing those refugees, it won't be going back into the into the state. It will be going into his skyrocket. So he's actually making money out of it and virtue signaling. Amazing. What a map. And the fact that people don't understand this as well. I mean, it just reeks of desperation. Um, he told the paper, I got, I got into this by instinctively making an offer to a constituent whose family was in desperate need. Instinctively. I, just, I just felt there. it. I was just, just sitting there it. getting off with a girl. I don't barely knew on CCTV. I was just sitting there getting my tan on for when I come back. And I just thought, I don't know where it come from. I think it was God. I reckon it was God. I kind of downloaded it. And I just thought, I've got to get a gaggle of refugees into one of that spare home I've got. So I don't actually know where it is. I'll get the sat-nav out. I've got to get them in there because they've got dogs. I'll have the dogs too. I think, yeah. how many? How, how much money is it? 350 quid per person? Quid's in. And how big's the house? Seven people and four dogs. <laughs> it's in Suffolk. They'll be See? running in the fields. It's a fucking hotel. <laughs> so that's his part. What an absolute plonker. The Ukraine's the UK's Ukrainian visa scheme is unwelcoming him. 
Oh, I'm welcoming. Can't say that. If only he was part of a government that could change it. Yeah. At any point, if only. He says it's unwelcoming and adding to refugees' trauma. One peer offering a home to a fleeing family has claimed. Oh, that wasn't him saying that. So, yeah, I mean, it's mad. It's mad. We said this in the last one, didn't we, that you've gone from not being able to see your nan um, and not standing more than six feet apart from anyone to letting a complete stranger of family and their dogs into your spare home. What world do we live in? It's topsy-turvy. It's, it's all over the place. It feels like the the universe is having a complete emotional, mental and spiritual just collapse in on itself. Um, I think I think it is. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. I mean, I'll I tell you what else has got me, and it links into Hancock, because it's obviously all part of the same government. But obviously they're going for Sunak and they're going for Johnson over these parties. Mm. Uh, but apparently they shouldn't be sacked because we're in the middle of a war. Are, Are we? we? I feel Are all we? right. I'm a bit annoyed um, that she started scraping next door, but I don't feel I'm in a war. No, but um, but yeah. So again, the the mainstream media bubbleheads, as they do, are are following the subplot, which isn't in any way part of the like. So they're focusing on the mayonnaise rather than actually the meat and potatoes of the whole fucking thing. I genuinely thought because this is how mad the world is, they were actually angry about some mayonnaise. Then they probably For are. For a second there, I actually that was logical. Well, they probably are because it's white. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's not mayonnaise. Um, so, so they, um, yeah, basically um, they broke rules and so that's horrific. And you're going, well, okay, it's hypocritical and it's shit that some people were, were, you know, followed rules so they didn't see loved ones, they didn't get to say goodbye to friends and family on the deathbeds and whatever while these two are, are sticking a bit of champers down the neck. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, there is a relevance to that. But it's not the meat and potatoes. It's not the main part of it. Like the, the biggest thing for me, I think we spoke about it before, is that you've got a fat lad in Johnson. So he's, you know, high risk, isn't he? Apparently fat lad. Was it about 80 odd percent of these so-called COVID deaths were obese? Yeah. Okay. So you're high risk. Um, you're getting daily briefings on the science to such a point where you're giving daily beef briefings at 5 p.m. to tell everyone how fucking horrific this is. You're visiting war zone hospitals, talking to heads of the NHS that are telling you just how bad this is, and you're not frightened. That's the that for me, Rich. That that's the point. Yeah, it's almost Why, like he knew it was it was bollocks. Yeah, it's almost like he knew it was bollocks. Mm. Yeah, and but people don't see that's the bit that see people just that I'm not I've not once seen the mainstream media point that out. Of well, hang on a minute, isn't this you know? And also, Johnson's been in Ukraine. He's he's walking around the streets of Kiev, right? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be at war. He's just walking around in a suit. He's like got a bulletproof vest on, right? And then at one point, he walks past like a like a stall, and a guy's just buying like a hot dog or something, or a paper where it is. You don't see what he gets in his hand, but from a stall, it's like this. Don't feel like a war zone, mate. No, this it doesn't. Like, this looks like a Saturday night in Prague. It's like he's EastEnders. It's like he's out on the square. He's got Pete Beal there, like handing yeah. him like a whatever Pete Beal sold on the market. That's fish. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem like a war zone, does it? It's almost no. as if it's it's contrived. You had Zelensky doing a photo shoot last week. Did you see that one a couple of oh, days ago? On the he's stairs. sitting on the stairs and he's like, oh, there's war and stuff and Putin. He's awful. He's awful. And he's sitting there all like, <laughs> it's like a photo shoot. It's like that's not that's not what you do when your world's thinks, crumbling down around you. He thinks he's a rock star, though, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he's gone. He's Zelensky. lost the plot. Yeah, 
Um, what else have we got? So we've got. Um, did you see this guy? This made me laugh. The guy that were um, the the uh, the football manager of um, I can't remember what what football team that was, but he's the one who funded these. Uh, just say no to oil, guys. Oh, Forest so, Green. Forest Green owner. He's a Forest Green owner. Yeah, and you know he only bought that club because it's got Forest and Green in the title. <laughs> didn't think of that. He didn't think like that. So he looks like he's just been chucked out of you too. Yeah, he he yeah, he does have that sort of Pimlico Plumbers, nineteen eighties rock star look, doesn't he? <laughs> Yes, yeah. and he it was great. I watched the video of him, and I couldn't help laughing because he was totally clueless, but also kind of funny because he's just like, I don't know what they're doing with my money. He just didn't yeah. have a clue what he didn't. He's like, I don't know. I don't ask him. Well, maybe you so should. You, yeah, well that's the thing, isn't it? I gave. I, mean, I only gave him like ten grand. What did you? Did you? I only gave him a. De- I only gave him a deposit for a house. I don't know what like what is for. <laughs> and but then Simon Simon Jordan sort of mocking him, going like, "Well, that won't go very far with that lot. They'll be coming back for more in a minute." And you know they will. Yeah. It's like, what have you spent the ten grand on? Um, admin. <laughs> cable right. ties. Yeah. What? Those plastic cable ties. Yeah. Derivative from oil. All right. Just stop. <laughs> oh no. This is awkward. How I'm, literally, I'm literally attached by oil <laughs> with Just Stop Oil on the top. Did you see the video? I think it was Talks, Talk Radio and they interviewed, I think it was Julie Hartler Brewer, I can never pronounce her name. She interviewed him, the, ma- the main, the little the little one from it who looks, he just looks like he's dead from the inside. The one he looks that, like Frodo Baggins. He does, or Ball Bag Saggins. And he, um, I'm quite pleased with that actually. He, he, um, yeah, so she interviewed him, and he was the most rude, obnoxious, clueless little boy you've ever seen. And um, you surprised me. What, what's his name? I bet his name's like something like Wait a minute, Preveral, or something shit. <laughs> and they haven't got his name here. No, he's just attached to his. It's just the way. There's a picture here of of a security guard at not. I think it's Everton looking at him, and he's just like, "Come on, lad." Trying to, trying to cut, trying to cut him off. <laughs> I don't understand how he got out there and did it that quick. That, that's that's no, the ball must have been me. down the other end, yeah. But they must but have he, let him. I mean, have you ever tried guy... jumping on a pitch? He must have been allowed to jump on that pitch. Well, that's true, yeah, to be fair. I've seen people jump on the pitch to celebrate with, with players. Gone within get... seconds. <laughs> Literally rugby tackled. He's run back. to the the goal and attached himself with a with a clip around his neck. I mean, that takes a good couple of minutes to do oil that. Oil cable tie. Or an oil cable tie around his, his neck. And he's got a yeah. bright yet bright orange shirt on that says just no oil. So he's he's easily see you can easily see him. He looks like a space hopper bouncing down the football pitch because he's tubby. And just just stop oil. Just stop it. I don't like it. Basically, it's mad. But it was just They're funny. They're such idiots. They're such idiots, and it doesn't shock me that because I saw a video of another one of his lot just. Just going uh, a presenter it might have been LBC or whatever it was, and they're just at each other, at each other, and it's it's painful to listen to on both sides because they're both just talking over each other. Right. And so you're going, you're saying that, and at the same time, you are you going to tell me that? And it was literally like back and forth. And you're just like, oh god, can someone just, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's generally. Can someone just set off a fire alarm? <laughs> I but, saw um, I saw him on that one. And then he goes, just puts glue on his hands, does that, holds the mic. And does he? Yeah, he just super glues himself to the mic. <laughs> Why? Because they're trying to get him out of the studio. No, he just just does it in the middle of the conversation. Like, 
I've just I'll just glue myself to the microphone. All right. But what's that, that doesn't make any sense. What's the glue made of? But you, <laughs> what what's the point? What are you doing? Like energy prices, like mine's hurt, mine's quadrupled. Um, and you're looking at it like, oh my god, how am I going to? Yeah. For, well, I turned the heating off yesterday. Well, like, no, we've started doing it. Ours is doubled. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and um, and at that same time you're doing that and people are struggling to fill their cars up and stuff, you're blocking all these ports and you're blocking these, and and you just think, you're going to get your head smashed in. Yeah, of course he is. At some, yeah. at some point, literally, not that I would ever condone violence, but at some point someone's just going to go down there with a fucking baseball bat and just go, Joe, I'm done. But you're also at a football game. Like, it's not as if you're going to do it at a, like a, um, a chess match. Where they're a little bit more like standoffy. You're at a football game. They're known for being kind of violent if they fancy it. And um, yeah. you're you're basically putting yourself in the in like a little weedy bit of meat in the, yeah. and you've sellotaped yourself to the fucking pole. Well, that's a fair point. You know, people have missed football for a year and a half, two years. It's a lot of people's lives. Football, football clubs have been decimated by COVID. Um, well, not by COVID, but by COVID bloody regulations and yeah. nonsense. And then football's back, you're in the stadium, your team needs a win, desperately, to stay in the league and therefore probably stay in existence financially. You go 2-0 up, there's about 10 minutes to go, and then the fucking bath dodgers come fucking running on the pitch, cable tying them. I'm sorry, mate, but you're going to get smashed up, son. And you've gone and strapped yourself. It's like Jesus getting on the cross and going, have a go. Have a go, take your best shot. Don't... uh, I I mean, this is the state of... I know that's an extreme version of wokeness, but there's not uh, there is a whole kind of line of of that sort of madness that's leading up to that sort of behaviour. I mean, this is from the guy that that actually funded them. Um, so this is from that guy for from the football whatever it is his team. Forest Green. Forest Rovers. Green. Yeah. He wants to change Rovers though because so that their cars. Right. So his name's something Vince. So Vince, who has turned League Two side Forest Green into the world's first carbon-neutral football club, I don't know how he's done that, says he has had a hand in the Just Stop Oil protest and is completely behind the campaign. You are completely behind it because you're funding it. That's how it works. And he says, I think at any stage, I think any stage is the right stage from a protester's point of view, Vince told TalkSport. What they didn't say to me was, (laughs) was that they were planning on disrupting football matches, which I found amusing. He found it amusing. He, he comes across as a right parat. And he goes on to say, it's amusing to me that I have my fingerprints on this accidentally. But it's a campaign I'm completely behind. We've got to stop the exploration of, and production of oil. What do you mean? What do you mean See, stop? He, you he drove there today. Himself. He contradicted. Yeah, but they're carbon neutral because he's banned all his players from exhaling. He, oh, okay. They fought, um, I would have thought. He fucking... Um, completely contradicts himself as well in that because he then goes on, you know, we need to stop this exploration for new oil and blah, blah within the UK. You know, we need to get rid of oil because you become dependent on these despot nations like Russia and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, right. So if you found oil within your own nation, would you surely not then be dependent on those other nations because you've got your own? So actually what you're talking about, yeah, we shouldn't we shouldn't be looking for gold in the UK because you know, and also we're dependent on these gold mines in Russia. Yeah, so he's saying don't look here or anywhere because what? But he wants to. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. So yeah, you want to be non not dependent on Russia, say, 
So you you but instead of going, so we'll just look at where we are and have our own. You've just gone stop looking at all. Yeah, just don't look. Um, but that's not gonna. St- I bet Putin's there going, oh god, Forest Green Rovers. Yeah, bloody hell. I'm stopping that little yellow, that little orange fellow. He's terrifying me. Um, so we'll wrap this one up. So he goes on to say, we've got to move into renewable energy. Of course we have. It's such an urgent issue. So I said, sure, I can help out. And I did. They haven't asked grand. for any more money, Vince added. I think it was around 10000 to get them going. I don't know if they needed a lot of money. No. Look at them. They're not bathing. So there's definitely very few supplements going in there. I support their aims and I don't really have a problem with what they're doing as long as it's a non-violent protest. He's just so woke. It like, won't he's be like the woke list. Though. It's non-violent, it's PC, it's not racist, it's climate change and it's safe of COVID. As long as it's all of those things and it's carbon zero neutral. As long as it's those things, I am well in. Because if not, I'll rage. I will rage. These people Imagine. are mentally ill. Yeah, they are. He, they, they just, they're just so sucked in to whatever the new thing is, whatever the latest thing is. Yeah. And it makes me laugh because they, they uh, despise apparently authority, and they're all you know quite rebellious. And look at me. Yet they follow every single aim that authority wants. It's, it's so fucking stupid. It's the inversion of it, isn't it? isn't it it's it's the compliant rebel i'm yeah. a compliant rebel how can you be both you cannot be both you I'll are being what... doing what you're told and then you think virtue you think you're virtuous by doing everything that you're you're told it's really really weird it's it is such an inversion in the psyche it's such a mind fuck that these yeah. people are under that i can't quite grasp how they function like I don't understand how they don't see what they're doing. Well, they they have this like public persona, and then then there's the under underneath bit, which and they're always so far removed from each other. Like I saw something um, today with with Sunak, and obviously he's you know silly wealthy. His wife is silly, silly, silly wealthy, um, and you know he's then putting more tax on the, the poorest and most vulnerable whilst they're all laughing and talk, tax dodging themselves, obviously. Yeah. So his kind of, I thought he was earmarked for the PM's job. And I think he probably thought that as well. So now he's in sort of damage limitation because, you know, people have realised that he's a fraud like the rest of them. So I saw these photo opportunities that he's having. He's there like serving food at a restaurant, like a, a, like, a, like a fucking... <laughs> like a punch tavern or, or a, um, you know, like one of those ones, you know, yeah. with gravy. And he's like walking, like, <clears throat> I'm one of you, I'm serving peas and that. Well, I, I don't understand what the point is. I'm one of you, just like you, you, you eat peas and that. Oh, um, I do as well. And there's another one of him where he's there filling his car up at the garage, right? And it's like, it's basically saying, like, I'm the same as you. I have to pay this money for this diesel as well. Right? But the car he's filling up, right? He's a fucking, like, three-door Kia, right? And you're like, I drive a Kia. You ain't driving a Kia, son, yeah. right? Your wife's worth, I don't know how many million. You're worth whatever million. You ain't driving a Kia. That, don't insult my intelligence. You've just, you've hired that. Yeah. What higher car would you like, Mr. Sunak? Well, he's just the filling up someone else's car. Please. He's just yeah, waiting for someone. 
I'll do that. <laughs> Why? Just go on, let me. I've always wanted to have a go on this. I'm surprised he's not. He's not like. Well, this he was probably in a tough situation because it's like, well, it should really be an electric car, shouldn't it? Well, yeah, it should be really because we're we're all dying, climate, COVID and that. Um, but then he's gone. Yeah, but electric cars are expensive. Oh fuck. Well, I got ah, oh, I got to flip a coin then. I've either got to kill the planet or, or admit I'm a rich bastard. Right, which one is it? What are people annoyed about today? Well, they're yeah. kind of annoyed about you not paying your tax today. Kia. <laughs> Kia. Yeah. Next week, you know, we'll do the electric one. Well, how, how are you going to say you came into the money? We'll work out as we go. I'll launch a scheme for uh, tax credits on uh, purchase of electric cars. I'll tell you what. I'll start, oh. a, I'll start a foundation. I'll start a foundation. That's it. Everybody else is doing it. There's that Gates guy and those Rockefeller. I'll start a foundation because it makes me look like I'm actually helping out. And then um, and instead of paying taxes, I'll just stick it all in the foundation. So it's basically like an advertising budget. Is that my yeah, marketing yeah. budget? It's yeah. a marketing budget, mate. Yeah, you just, just, just put it down as a charitable donation. Yeah. <laughs> Job done. He is a charitable donation. But you make sure you pay your taxes, son. Yeah. It's just mad, isn't it? Microchip plants going in your hand now, aren't they? Well, they got there quick. The microchip implants that let you pay with your hand. It's amazing. Like, I can go, boop, with my hand now. I don't have to go, boop, <laughs> like I did before. I've got, I saved myself two inches. I did. Yeah, with my hand. There. Right, I, Sometimes I, boop, accidentally, though. Oh, that's, I, I hate, I hate it with that. I am, uh, oh, it's cost me 50 quid. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. Every hey, time I go, I have to kind of put my hands in my pockets. When I go in Asda, because I keep booping myself halfway through, and it's just an ointment. Last week I bought like a, I bought some cauliflowers and, and a and a caramac, and I don't even like caramac. I, I used it. to love caramac. I loved caramac, yeah. I they really just weren't do. big enough. That used to annoy me. They just weren't quite big enough. Yeah, I absolutely love caramac. I used to make myself sick on that. So Patrick Pooman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Not Patty Pooman. <laughs> Patty Pooman, mate. Paddy, P-P, Paddy Pooman. <laughs> I might not know how to pronounce it, P-A-U-men, but um, I'm going with Patrick Pooman. Causes a stir whenever he pays for something in a shop or restaurant. So Mr. Pooman causes a stir when he pays for something in a restaurant. This is because the 37-year-old Pooman doesn't need to use a bank card or his mobile phone to pay. Nope. No, no, I ain't that stupid. I'm well ahead of the curb. Mr. Pooman. Instead, he simply places his left poo hand near the contactless card reader and the payment goes through his left hand. There's actually a signifier there from the left hand and right hand path, if you know, um, if you understand kind of the esoteric meanings of the left hand and right hand path. The left hand path is the not so nice one of individualism. And the right hand path is kind of uh, the more spiritual path. But anyway, um, the reaction, that's the reason why I put it in his left hand, put it that way, um, unless he's got poo on his other hand. Then the problem, I don't know. The reactions I get from cashiers are priceless. Nice pun, says Mr. Pooman. A security guard from the Netherlands. He's a security guard. So imagine him at Asda. He's probably going off. He's probably spending more money at work than he's earning. Because if he's right near the little little cashier things. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, can you stop, sir? Oh, that cost me 50 quid. Can you just let your... Oh, beeped. Every Is he five Dutch, seconds. Netherlands, yep. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's in... Yeah, he's from Netherlands. So, yeah, he's Dutch, yeah. Yeah. So if he goes to Amsterdam 
and goes to like one of those sex shows or something and just starts knocking one out. Every stroke's about 25 euros. He's not Bankrupted him. <laughs> Bankrupted, son. Use your yeah. other hand. That's true. Are you left-handed? Yeah, keep that one in your pocket. Yeah, I mean, he gets home and his wife has £3,000 gone out of the account last night. Are you at the strip uh, yeah. bar again? I was, but the funny thing, I was only in there for 15 minutes. Yeah, funny story, love. Um, you'll, you'll laugh when I tell you. It's Mrs. fucking Pullman. weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. I met one of these guys in um, in Sweden years and years ago. Um, he came to an event, and I remember him coming up onto the stage and like saying to Dad, like, look, I've got one, and he had it in here. And Dad was like, why are you here, mate? <laughs> like, why, why are you here? Yeah. That's a point. That's a good like, point. Why, was, point? why like, was he there then? I don't know. But it was like, he was so proud of it. It was like, look, you know, obviously what everything you've said about the Microsoft population, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, we are right. That's not really the point. You've I'm got it across. You've got it in your. You've got it in your hand. Yeah. So, but he was using it for work. It saves me having to get like. I mean, what do you mean? Uh, how long does it take to get to the? Well, security on the gate in there. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, I ain't doing that. Boop. I'm in. Yeah, in. Oh. I'll, I'll just boop, boop. I'll just boop, boop it. But they, they have parties and stuff, and they have them in America as well, um, where they. The people at the offices or whatever or factories get these chips that go in there. Like there's a little gun thing that sends it in, and then they all have a party. Wee, Dawn's chipped. Ah, oh, she's uh. brilliant. Um, and then so they can pay for all their like you know boop, and the, the coke comes out the vending machine and stuff. And you're just like, would you be would you be doing? annoyed if you got a boop but you weren't tall enough to to touch the thing? Ah. Uh, uh, Boris, give me a lift. Don't know why I chose Boris. Give me a lift up. That'd be really annoying. You'd want to get your book on a stick. He is able, so apparently he's able to pay using his hand because back in 2019, he had a contact, contactless payment chip injected under his skin. The procedure hurts. <laughs> That's what he said. This, the procedure hurts as much as when someone pinches your skin, says Mr. Pooman. How often is he getting pinched? A lot. He likes that Nip- sort of thing. Yeah, nipple on the nipples. On the nipples, Pooman. So that was. So now we're actually there. Now we're already. At, I mean, that's obviously, as you said, it's a long while ago. But they're they're rolling out this narrative again. Um, yeah. The first in, implant it was actually it was a microchip was first implanted into human back in 1998. But it's only during the past decade that the technology has been available commercially. I don't know what that was for then. That's probably Bill Gates. And when it comes to implanting payment chips, British police firm Walmartor says that last year it became the first company to offer them for sale. The implant can be used to pay for a drink on the beach in Rio. That's it, though. Nothing just else. Just the one. Just the one. <laughs> and only in Rio. A coffee in New York. Just coffees in New York. So you can only buy drinks, any sort of drink, in Rio. You can buy a coffee in New York, and you can have a haircut in Paris or at your local grocery store. You can have a haircut, apparently, at your local grocery store, according to the way this are they just Are they just filling the column inches now with just, yeah. like, listing stuff that you can pay for? Yep. Uh, a loaf of bread in uh, um, Baghdad. Um, <laughs> you can buy a whoopee cushion in Dagenham. Yep. You can buy one of those can little I? propeller hats in Croydon. And, yep, yep. And you can, um, and you can stick some Bitcoin up your ass. So what, 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 look, sir, look, Rich, I set you a task of a thousand words about a guy having this chip implanted. And basically we've, we've got, we've only got 500. It's not good enough. Um, how can I bulk it out? 
just list a load of stuff that you can buy it and then where and make it yeah in different countries make it global that's it oh yeah yeah, you can buy a mug in mogadishu (laughs) make it Uh, rhyme if anything oh mate a can of rio in rio that's what i want that's it yeah 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 you can can buy a beer here you absolutely can. Yeah, you can buy anything you want with that. So that's him then. Um, let's piss some more people off, though. Did you hear about the trans killer? Go on. Mm. He didn't yeah. really kill. He doesn't kill people anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's just gone backwards. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's become a not murderer. <laughs> it's worse, mate. Oh, no. Trans killer who has changed from male to female now says she identifies as a cat almost baby and demands nappies baby food and a dummy in her prison cell and i'm assuming prison cell isn't a euphemism for bummel so what gets me about this is that they'll be doing that they'll be providing that yep yep a young offender known as daniel at the time Eastwood was jailed in a young offenders institute at 18 for dangerous driving. That's probably, well, okay. Um, that's sad. She was a month away from, wait a minute, she was a month. See, they're changing the, changing the term. So I've got Daniel up here at 18 was still Daniel. But then in the next sentence, she was a month away from ending her sentence. But she was a he then. So Daniel goes in as a bloke. Yeah. Says, I don't want this anymore. Don't like it. So I'm now... A woman. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she would have been caught for dangerous driving. Oh, it gets worse. She wasn't. Or she's not in was, there now for dangerous it, driving. Or whether it was just because he was a bloke that he did dangerous driving. And so he thought, I don't want to get caught dangerous driving again and being a boy racer. So I'll become a woman. Or a baby. Or a baby, yeah. But they can't even drive, Rich. So, well, yeah. Not legally. Perfect. And you can't arrest a baby. Not no. yet. Anyway. Oh, oh, so she was a month away from the end of her sentence when she strangled... <laughs> fucking hell, that came up quick. When she strangled Mr. Algi. Guards then dubbed her Hannibal Lecter Jr. for her wicked mind games. Bear in mind, still a man at this point. But in the article, she's using, they're using the, the uh, identification of her. But it's still a man at this point. After realising she wasn't a gay man in 2016... Eastwood transitioned four years ago, so she transitioned in 2020. But when she killed the person in prison, a month away from getting out, she was a man. And they named her him, Hannibal Lecter Jr. She finished her 15-year minimum jail term in 2009, but was has not been considered for release. That makes no sense, so I've obviously got my timings mixed up there. She realised she wasn't a gay man in 2016. All oh, right, OK. Yeah, so she finished her 15-year now J term in 2018, but wasn't considered for release because you're too dangerous, basically. So instead of um, rectifying her ways, or um, so she's had a sex change now. So she went in. So she's in a woman's this. prison now. Well, this is the point. They don't point this out. No, she was in a man's prison. So she went in but... as a man for drunk for driving, dangerous driving. Right. She was about to be released. Yeah. But she killed her cellmate. So she had to stay in. But in in the meantime, she went from a man to a woman whilst in prison. And then they won't let her out because she's too dangerous. 
So she's Essex only a baby. How much harm can she well, cause? This is the point, and this is this is yeah. It's just <laughs> Essex-born Eastwood claims that it is because she is trans that um, she is why well, she won't be allowed out because she's trans. She also demanded guards told her um, hold her hand when she leaves her cell. A prison wardens oh, are taking her demands seriously. A source from the Scottish Prison Service told the paper. This prisoner has been difficult and manipulative over the years, which is why she's still behind bars after 17 years. She's decided she would she would trans from man to woman, which is becoming more common in jails these times. Obviously, especially in Scotland, fucking SNP <laughs> clowns. I mean, how do they get the money to get this done? Like, I don't understand. Are they they actually transitioning? Not just saying they're man and women; they're transitioning in jail. But this yeah, is paid obviously paid for by the state as well. Yeah. But this is obviously something else entirely. And then in the Scottish Prisoner Service have no protocol in place for dealing with prisoners who decide they are babies. Well, you how wouldn't, much, would you? you how wouldn't. much baby food is she having? Well, this is because the thing. She's gone I'm all assuming, hot. I'm assuming, you know, the amount that I feed Ophelia ain't going to provide enough sustenance for... What's Daniel's name now? Um, I, They haven't given the, the new name. Right. But okay. I don't know if it was his woman's name or his baby name. Her baby name. I mean, <laughs> how 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 seriously are they taking? Very seriously. The the, the I mean, do they does she ever break character? <laughs> and scene. The yeah. source claimed Eastwood Eastwood's she... continued imprisonment has nothing to do with her gender, but it, it but is because she refuses to play by the rules or prepare for a rebid, rebid rehabilitation. Eastwood claims a prison manager said she she'd now be free if she was still a man. But you're well, not a man, no, you're that's... saying you're a baby. I think you're in prison because you strangled someone. Yeah. You're clearly George W. Bonkers. Um and now you're a, a baby. I mean The prison service is wanting... she just is she just grunting? Like like that? Yeah. What are you saying, love? What is that? I need a shit is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like you must break character at some point. But has uh, she got a nappy uh, on? Have you got a nappy on? Because that's what that's there for. The prison. So she said. Legs he said, up. A prison guard wiping her ass. Imagine that job. I think I'll get a new job. I'm not really into this job. I'm not. I don't feel fulfilled. Um, the prison. But she's also an adult, so she's going to have adult bits, airy ass. <laughs> yeah, adult man bits as well. She told the record in. In 2020, the prison service wanted me to have a psychological assessment. and as good, good idea. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. As I hadn't had one since starting to live as a female. I felt this was sexist and transphobic. The <sighs> CP... <laughs> You've just strangled someone in your, your cell. Yeah, you, you strangled someone in your cell and now you think you're a baby. I don't think it's a, a transphobic reason <laughs> that they want to see what the fuck is going on in there. The C, um, the SPS was implying that a ma as a man, I didn't represent a risk to the public, but as a woman, I did. I don't think there's any evidence to support that. Oh, you're, no. you're working for the evidence now, are you? She's evidence-based. The SPS source replied, Eastwood is a complex person and an intelligent, intelligent, but she is pretty demanding on the resources of the prison and enjoys being the centre of attention. <laughs> of course she does. Yeah, sounds like it. She might just be attention-seeking. What do you mean she might just be? Even so, this is the other thing. We've just got to call it out for what it is. Stop saying she might just be afraid of offending anyone. She is. She murdered someone in a, in a prison cell. Just say it like it is. 
Stop and also, feeding bad, into this nonsense. How bad was the dangerous driving in order to get a custodial sentence at 18 well, years old? They didn't say that, but I mean, it must have been pretty bad. Pretty bad. Even so, the idea has been given proper consideration for human rights um, reasons, they said. Eastwood takes testosterone blockers as, and has been in a woman's prison since 2018. Good She's, luck, girls. And she said she is sorry for killing Mr. R. Algy and regrets it every day. I'm sorry, I but I'm sorry, but I, his neck was there. I just, I'm a baby inside, uh, out, and now I didn't know, did I? I was just kicking off. So That's transgender killer who has changed from male to female now says she identifies as a baby and demands nappies, baby food and a dummy in a prison cell. So that's where we're at in the world now. So if you can't get away, if you can get away with a crime as one gender, just switch your genders. And if you still can't get away with that one crime, just change your whole being. I'm a, I'm a fox. How long until people start, like the wokers start campaigning? Did you know in Scotland they keep babies behind bars? Oh, what? They do. They in do. prison. Yeah. yeah. Baby, baby, baby's been in there for 15 years. Five foot baby. ten babies they keep behind bars. A baby's been in there for 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, have you done the maths at that? So you're transgenderish, you're transhumanist. You're, you're what happens? Trans- what happens if if she's released? Like, uh, all right. So what, she put her, can we get her a council flat? Does, a does she have to go through like the next fifteen years of being a toddler, all the way up to when she kind of catches up with her own age? Like, yeah, she's forty-seven <laughs> in high school. Goes to doing the GCSEs. Oh yeah. Still wearing a nappy. Did she have to catch up? You got really. I've got really commit to this because See, when I get out, everything's a choice as well in this point, isn't it? Like if I said to Ophelia at like nearly eight months old, "Can you just shit on the toilet, please?" So shitting a fucking nappy, she just looked me. She give me that like gormo look where she looks <laughs> like me. And but but with Daniel Stroke, whoever whatever the name she's taken on now, that's that's a choice to shit in the nappy. Because you've been shitting in the toilet for, like, 30 years. Yeah. But you've just suddenly gone, don't do that anymore. Fancy it. Clean me. Clean me, Mr. Inspector. You know, Inspector. it's just a power move, a power move to, well, to mock the prison guards, isn't it? That's all it is. Well, we shouldn't even have to explain this. It's just utterly mad that we're even having this conversation. But that's a real thing that happened. Um, I mean, what more to say about that? That is, it, it, This is the problem. As you say, there's no boundaries between anything anymore. You can say whatever you want about anything it's just mad. It's a ment. It's it's just mental. So before we go, then Southern America country will ration water. So Chile are rationing their water. Do you know why? Go on. What do you think? Have a guess. Um, BLM. <laughs> no, but that probably uh, have part of it. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, the chat. So um, everyone's it's a baby now. Basically similar. It's a uh, climate change. Uh. Because of climate change, they've got to ration their water because climate change. Um, I don't think they need to have a proper reason about that. Um, so this is uh, from possible... So this is one of their sources, their governor. A city can't live without water. And we're in an unprecedented... Tick. <laughs> Tick, well done. And then we're in an unprecedented situation in Santiago's 491-year history where we have to prepare for there to be not enough water for everyone who lives here. The governor stated at the press conference, this is the first time in history that Santiago has had a water rationing plan due to the severity of climate change. 
It's important for citizens to understand that climate change is here to stay. It's not. That's why it's called change. It's not just global. It's local. That doesn't make any sense. Of course it's local okay. if it's global. Yeah, it's everywhere. That's what it means. All these, right. These, okay, cool. Yeah, these Cheers. people. So now you've got to ration your water. So climate change. I, I wonder what rations he'll get. He'll just be bathing in it in the garden, just pouring it all over himself. Going, eh, I don't even, uh, I don't even look, need this water. I don't like yeah. it. This is it. your water, and yeah. because it's your water going all over my testicles, it's basically you on my testicles. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cheers. Yeah. And TikTok, TikTok video. Look at this. Hey, hey, there's my bollocks in your water. How thirsty are you for this? How I remember, I remember someone saying to me, I might have told you this before, in the Royal Squadron, which was a pub we used to hang out in. Um, he said, um, "Your bollocks, my chin," right? And I went, "But that, but that, but that means you're you're noshing me off." And his face just dropped. What was no. he trying to say? <laughs> He was basically, basically supposed to be saying, my bollocks, your chin. In other words, like, I'm, you know, you're you're noshing me off. And he did it the wrong way around. I was like, so you're noshing me off? No. All right. Do you want a game of pull? Cheers. Amazing. <coughs> Amazing. That's basically the yeah what he said. He said, yeah. So there we are. We're at a world where you can be whatever you want, whenever you want. But not hydrated. <coughs> They're not hydrated. Everything's in shortage. Everything's going up. Um, what else will we cover today? Um, you can have strangers in your household, but you can't see your grandmother. Um, you can just, <coughs> just walk around a war-torn place in, in an ill-fitting suit with bright blonde hair and no one will shoot at you. After spending a whole TV, BBC TV series or episode wearing a, um, wearing a bulletproof vest to go somewhere in Dagenham, because that's worse than apparently Ukraine. And probably is. Yeah, well, I, actually, you're probably right there. Um, the, but basically, that's where the world is right now, so what the actual fuck? Right, I've just seen something flash up. Oh. Bird shits on Biden while giving speech. Please click right. on that. Please right. click on that. We... Hold your horses, an exclusive. Because you, you take up half half the screen, but... Hang on, right, it's a video. A bird just took a shit on Biden. On Yeah, no, it does, yeah, it shits on his collar. He's talking and a bird shits on him. Um, repost. <laughs> I saw that. That's on Getter, that is. Wow. Um, someone called Jewish Deplorable is their, is their tag name on, on Getter. has just tweeted a video of a bird taking shit on Joe Biden. See you later. I enjoyed it. <laughs>